bullshit, it's all just some gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody. God. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we treat politics like it's an important episode of Real Housewives. Yeah, and it pretty much is. That's right. And there was no better thing to wean us off of our trashy reality TV addiction than the trashy, shady Trump administration. <laughs> it's so true. I wish they literally had like the housewives do when they come to the, be like, I'm, you know, like... Don't take the crown off of the queen. The queen is in the crown or whatever. Your fucking tagline. Oh, the tagline. Yeah, yeah. they all need taglines. Like, they say we're involved with Russia and we were. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They say I'm a racist, nationalistic pig with a hemorrhoid for a nose. And I am. My cousin Dean said that she thought Steve Bannon looks like a zit that can never be popped. Also true. <laughs> or a scab. Or a white hat or something. He looks like a scab. Well, if you guys are wondering why Julie constantly thinks she's on um, Les Idol. Oh. Uh, it, uh, 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 <laughs> because uh, uh, yeah. we um, have started recording on our own. Right. Um, we're still being, our producers are still Embassy Row. They're still doing the podcast, but uh, we still have Taylor who's editing it. Francesca's moving up in the today, world. Today, from, from. Yeah, and <laughs> Francesca's dick hunting still. But, yep. They're all involved. Britain still ignoring us and making us do things and bossing us. But um, Dick hunting. But now we have our own equipment at home and with Julie's cat's dingleberries. And she thinks she can't help but sing for some reason. Oh, I can't help it. I'm listening to my voice. And um, also because we have been scheduled. I did our schedule. It was harder than a calculus problem. I know. And we're scheduled all the way till 4th of July, which will be our first official day off. Right. Since we started in December. Which is amazing. Our first official podcast off, I should say. Right. So there won't be a podcast the week of 4th of July <laughs> for the 14th. Okay. Of you guys. But Julie's traveling a lot. I'm traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're together. Sometimes we're not. Mm-hmm. But either way, we've, we're going to have a few evergreen episodes. Mm-hmm. Which are always fun. Evergreen is a showbiz term for um, encompassing anything and everything. Not timely. Not timely. That's what it means. Able to be played anytime. So including this one, this isn't really an evergreen. We're trying to make it timely, but we're recording it on a Friday. This will post Tuesday, which means 900 bombs will go off. We'll be in World War III by the time this airs. That's right. We'll be like, what? Have the hair went out. And then it'll be like, no, nuclear war. So if, if this isn't, you know, the topics have gone and done, been done, then that's what's up because it's Friday yeah. right now. And if there's an excess amount of sound, that's because my I'm now living in a full demolition construction zone. So there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, there's construction going on around us. Um, what, what I want to talk about, God, I wish I had some champagne. I just realized it's Friday at two and we're not drinking. Um, oh, so 
I wanted to apologize to the Canadians. <laughs> okay. Um, we got, we have more than one of our 14 is a Canadian listener. We had quite a handful. A handful. I'm going to say their names. Lisa Frankenfurter. These are all, these are all um, Twitter, but Julie might have had more on Facebook, but she doesn't write things down. So Lisa mm-hmm. Frankenfurter, Kyle S. Pugh, <laughs> and Connie Stephanie. There were more on Facebook. Sorry, I did not write it down. Okay. So sorry if you guys on Facebook. Um, I want to apologize to you guys. And I want to say for the record that I shouldn't, I didn't even mean I, to think that the whole country was represented by that Twitter account. Obviously, um, that would be like people blaming, talking shit about us for Donald Trump's tweets. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're, and everybody doesn't agree with that. But the Canadian Twitter account is run by their government uh-huh. and it is a governmental arm. That's a I I written researched because I wanted to find out because you know in Sweden they pass it on to their citizens a new citizen takes it over each week oh really yeah oh that's cool so that's why when Donald Trump made that announcement like oh you know the terrorist attacks in Sweden and this bitch is like sitting at home she's like a kindergarten like, teacher what? and she's like what in the fuck <laughs> and her Twitter started blowing up but um cats not how Canada is uh, some government employee runs that Twitter and so I just I'm not apologizing to that person because I felt like it was a snarky cunty thing to do. To go against America and say the refugees are allowed here, our do- doors are open. I thought it was a bitchy thing to do. And I feel like Canada is like our cousin or half sister. And you know how it is with family. You're allowed to talk shit. But you then when other people talk shit, you then can't talk shit. Right. You got to be like, you know, my sister's fucking annoying. Or you tell her you're fucking annoying. And then when somebody else goes, God, your sister's annoying. You go, don't talk shit about my sister. Right. <laughs> Even though you know she's annoying. It's like that. So that's the way I want our North American relationship to be like, hey, that's good. we can talk shit about Mexico, but no one else better be talking shit about Mexico. OK, right. Right. That's our weird fucking brother. Right. We get our drugs from him. Right. Leave him alone. OK. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was also. I mean, I'm not articulatingly said it, but and I was way harder than you because I really went went in. But, um, you know, I was just uh, uh, sorry for that. But, you know, I was, so when we talk shit about Canada, that that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're talking right. shit as our sister. Right. And, you know, and Mexico is our brother. I wonder why I make Me- Mexico more masculine. It's interesting. <laughs> we're like the trans in the middle. But um, so. But we don't really want anyone else to talk shit about you. And that's the thing. And so right. I want to apologize to those people and um, clarify. No, that's good. I you think, know? I mean, I hope that, I hope that gives you peace. I hope that uh, we're forgiven. And if not, you know, just got to keep off. it moving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. Take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. This week, the eye of the shitstorm happened on Thursday when the U.S. military dropped the Moab, or mother of all bombs, and what other name it has, on some ISIS caves in Afghanistan. Madre? De yeah. la Bama's? The ma- El Bama's? <laughs> yeah. The Madre de la Bama's. Mm-hmm. The mommy of all bombs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was the largest and most powerful non-nuclear bomb ever used in the history of the world. It weighed 21,000 pounds, okay? So they usually use bombs, small bombs, called bunker busters, but not this thing. It's the size of a 25-foot moving truck. They have to fly it up into the air in a cargo plane and literally, literally push it out the back. <clears throat> and it also uh, explodes over 
the target rather than hitting it. Oh, I didn't know that. So it explodes. It's so big. And it's I like also they also like to say the the payload, the loads, <laughs> the loads inside. If anyone's if anything's going to kill anything, it's going to be loads. So the loads, they, they it goes, it explodes at a certain level above where it wants to hit. And that explosion creates the, the an extreme force that hits and shakes and kills and or anything even under the ground above the if it's above the ground you're dead if it's below the ground they were saying like their ears are bleeding they're sick they have to get out of there you know, the ears caving bleeding. in so trump so, won't say whether he specifically signed off on the bombing he would only say what i do is authorize the military that's a quote my military oh he said my military, which is what everyone went crazy about, too. He's like, well, I authorized my military. My military is going to go. You know, we oh love our military, my, my military, oh my, my military. So he won't say that, he, you know, that H.R. McMasterson, H.R. Puff and stuff <laughs> uh-huh. called him and said, can we do it? And he, you know, they obviously didn't consult him because we know that back in January after he got inaugurated, he gave the Pentagon all this. He basically said, do what it takes to get rid of ISIS and don't call me. I'll call you because right. I don't like to be bothered unless it's, you Making know, Ivanka. Money. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Unless it's Ivanka. Right. Right, exactly. So now, where are we now? So basically, oh. the thing is like a complex of caves. Oh, right. In the northwestern. But they still don't know exactly. Like they've been for the last two days, we've been showing like, um, you know, the pictures of the cave area, of the landscape, of the area around the caves. But we don't see any dead ISIS people. Yeah, here's the thing. So it's the northwest <laughs> area of Afghanistan and it's way, way, way out in the fucking boonies. Right. So there, so the thing with this gigantic bomb, which, you know, this gigundous motherfucker is that like, it's like, you could never really be used before because it's like, you're going to, there's going to be so many casualties. Right. It's just ain't cute. So this, there's complex of caves. They're makeshift (laughs) military base Uh for head cutter offers. Uh huh. org. Right. Um, there's supposedly no civilians around, so they dropped this madre of Obama's, mm-hmm. and yet was anyone killed? We don't know. I mean, they couldn't provide one body, not one, not statistic. one, not one. And then they're like, "Oh, they have um, these things called like IEDs, which basically stands for like very tragic homemade detonators or something, right? It's like like landmines, basically. They're or whatever. homemade bombs, right? And, and those I, went off too. And then I guess that was what was hiding in the caves. It was like their their oh. like head chopper off axes oh so they and they're so fucking the, homemade bombs so the bomb blew up their ie their I, yeah. iuds yeah. and their their and ch- head chopping right. off instruments exactly but none of them were in there because they were busy off chopping off heads no i believe that and, and also the thing with these caves now they're all proud of themselves that they threw a 300 million dollar bomb oh my okay God. 300 million dollar bomb and destroyed their caves <laughs> in the northwest corner of afghanistan that no one even has mentioned. I mean, you know. Right. So they're like, even if there's no casualties or, you know, we didn't get any ISIS members, we did destroy this thing of caves, which they're using to get around and to hide. You know, right. but it's like, you didn't kill any of them with a three cent, <laughs> $300 million. And we I know don't you want to see. One? I mean, uh, not for nothing. I want to see. Yeah. I want to see like at least three ISIS members. Without their heads. I want to see them blown up. I want to see body parts. Exactly. And I would. And you know what? And if that were the case, I'd be thrilled. I'd be fine with it. I'm fine with it. Well, they won't. They haven't released it as of Friday. So if you guys hear this on Tuesday and they've got this long list, then good on them because three better be a list worth three hundred million dollars because I don't care if they got their fucking samurai swords blown up. (laughs) Exactly. I I want to see some dead ISIS members if 
for whatever reason they decided to do that bomb, which was also in addition to such as, you know, when, what, why now? What is why questionable? Like, what, you're you've gonna, been in there. Now, you, we've been in Afghanistan for something like 14 or 17 yeah. years. Yep. I thought it was 16. Or, so, yeah. So Fine. we've been at war or in that war because it was, again, in Afghanistan, Syria is sort of turning into Afghanistan where it's like, it used to be fine. Then all of a sudden there was a civil war and then people started fractioning off and they couldn't get a good leader. And then somehow, for whatever reason, because of that area, now we have all these different shitty Islamic terrorist groups. Then here comes Al Qaeda or the Taliban and then Al Qaeda and then Osama bin Laden. They all came from Afghanistan. So like now so drop another we are. $300 million bomb on it. <laughs> I mean, so it's sort of like now you know, then that country is so fucking screwed and it's run by warlords and and tribes well, and fractions. We- it's weird that he never mentioned it. Yeah, he ne- and, right. In the campaign. Never. And, and then, and you know, his well, whole people thing forgotten is, about his it. His whole thing is an element of surprise. So I'm, I wasn't surprised even though I was like, damn son, you just dropped bombs three days ago. And you right. drop them again. What are we going to, and then somebody asked him about North Korea and said, do you think this, you know, journalist oh, sent, think, it, sent right. a message? And he said, <laughs> I don't know if this sends a message. It doesn't make any difference if it does or not. North Korea is a problem and that problem will be taken care of. Uh, uh, if we, uh, by Tuesday, uh, we will be in World <laughs> War Three with somebody. I mean, I don't really know, honestly, how or what or, or if in that moment when he made that comment, if he had read one thing about North Korea or if he anyone had told him about North Korea but like we think the Middle East is scary. I mean, North Korea, they do have nuclear. He's that that little fat piece of shit has nuclear weapons. Yeah. And that entire country is a military. Yeah. The entire scary. country is shut off from the world. They don't get Internet. They don't get TV. They get nothing. Everything is closed circuit. They have no access to any part of any other part of the world at all. They're poor. And like literally the majority of the people are in. It's like it's it's a country of a military yeah a mind-controlled enslaved military it's yes like awful and yeah it's a problem and it will be taken care of oh can you be any glibber <laughs> i mean reduce it down to something simple right and how do you show you solve it like healthcare? Uh, right i mean why isn't julian assange and wikileaks or these guys infusing the internet into north korea that's what they should fucking be doing starting to start to help wake those people up yeah somebody's simply walking by like an electronic store and then like a message comes <laughs> yes! up to them like you're under mind control i hit a gun here walk right. here and shoot the president <laughs> or in the or tv that they have in their little homes like the all only being able to watch like our great leader the magnificent leader the fat shitty fucking leader and put in like Housewife, just put in anything. Yeah, put in, put in Bravo. Let them see all of Bravo. Let them see something. But when you're not Julian Assange, when you're, you're busy exposing Hillary Clinton's emails, fuck well, off. Well, I think that um, before we go, I just want to say that my gut instinct tells me that the ISIS, I mean, just like anything else, gets gets a warning beforehand somehow. I mean, I don't know that they're keeping right. anything under wraps. And I think they grabbed all their porn and hit the road. And that we yeah. basically spent $300 million to blow up their caves. Right. You well, know? they probably told Putin who then told them. Cause you know, the thing with also that Afghanistan is like Putin is aligned with them. Yeah. Russia's so. aligned with ISIS. So, so we're sending some message and we're doing something, but I don't know what it is. Okay. So, um, let's stop talking about other countries cause it's totally <laughs> weird and brings me down. And we'll take it back stateside with Legislation Nation. Welcome 
Welcome to Legislation Nation. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we fill you in on the happenings in the legislature. Legislature. Um, legislature. We haven't done the segment in a while, but after talking about bombings, <laughs> yeah, I love bombings. I've had it up to here with national security. <laughs> uh oh. I love bombings. <laughs> In my country, country town, we love bombings. Oh, we do. We we get bombed all the time. Is that the is that the hook is that the hook sex worker from Country Scan? Country Scan. <laughs> I live in Country Scan, and they do bombings all the time in my country. So you love them? We love bombings, dick bombings, <laughs> dick bombings. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. so um. All right, so we're just not going to deal. There's other Russian shit going on with, like, the Trump cabinet where people are, you know, being found out every second. It's like every every six seconds, a new member of the cabinet admits that they were working with Russia. But we're not going to deal with that until next week. So we're going to get into some stateside goings-on. And by the time we come back for our next episode, hopefully someone will have actually gotten into some trouble with the Russia shit. Yeah. Okay. So, well, this week in the legislature, Trump quietly fucked over Planned Parenthood and Betsy DeVos quietly fucked over poor people. Yay. Neat. Let's start with Planned Parenthood because I know that's where your heart lies. My favorite. Well. Okay. Do you I know mean, what happened? Trump signed a bill on Thursday with zero cameras present. Which is very odd because, you know, he loves everyone in the room. He likes all the ladies standing behind him clapping when he signs the special executive orders. Right. And he loves d- showing off his pen. Oh, all his pens and his, <laughs> his, his leather bound book with the thing he signed. But there were no cameras. No one was in there. And what he signed allowed states to withhold federal money from organizations that perform abortions like Planned Parenthood. This is a yet another thing where um, it was an Obama regulation and Trump killing all that. Reversed the game. it, reversing all of Obama's shit. So Obama, this Obama regulation prevented states from withholding funding from specifically from Planned Parenthood. Now, states federal money is not a taxpayers dollars are not allowed to fund abortions. That's right. Just a, that's just a federal rule. Right. But the thing was, Obama came in and because Planned Parenthood <laughs> does you know mammograms and pap smears and birth control and pregnancy tests and tons of preventative care women's health care abortions only make up three percent of their total services men go there too and so obama came in and said planned parenthood you can't withhold money from planned parenthood because three percent of their services go to abortions because a hundred percent of their money is not funded by the federal government right so you can be sure your taxpayer dollars went to you know taking julie's growth that she had in her fucking (laughs) ovary and not or giving all your abortions right or giving all your daughters condoms or sons or whatever and stds and getting rid of herpes and getting your antibiotics and check just checking to see if you are pregnant okay or whatever um and it was America's biggest asshole, Vice President Mike Pence, who, who cast the tie-breaking vote after two Republicans, good on them, opposed the measure. Now, I just need to let you guys all know that we forgot to tell you when we were telling you about how Mike Pence can't ever be alone with women and fucking can't be at parties where there's alcohol with women and everything, uh. that we forgot the most important piece of information, which almost made Julie, I thought Julie was going to start crying. He calls his wife mother. Mm. Mother is what he calls her all the time, every time. They've been together for like 30 years or something, and he calls her mother. Now, maybe that's also a way um, for him to, as we had a, a, a lively discussion 
uh, maybe that's a way for him to also keep him himself under check. I, I whatever the <laughs> reason is behind it, it's fucking weird. And America's favorite sister wife, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, <laughs> called the signing a major pro-life victory. Moving pro-life on. victory. The student loan. Congratulations. Bill. So. On Tuesday, more Obama regulations got trashed when Betsy DeVos terminated the policy that helped to protect students and parents who use student loans. Now, I mean, that means poor people, middle class and, and lower class people mm-hmm. who use student loans, probably more middle class. But whatever, anyone who's not rich that wants an education mm-hmm. is now fucked over by this. I like wanna. Like, I literally want to kick Betsy DeVos's ass. I mean, I don't ever feel anything about plan. I don't feel anything about any of it, but this hits home for me. And you know why? Well, yeah, well, as a person who has a student loan, still, I mean, you know, and people have student loans for their whole lives. I mean, there are people who go to medical school who will never not have those student loans. They're, we're talking hundreds and thousands of dollars right. in student loans. So, so when Obama and Michelle got in office, the thing Obama famously said, and he said it a million times, was that they, when he got elected president, he, him and Michelle Obama were still paying off their law school student loans. Wow. So he immediately went into like student loan reform. Now, my personal story is that, um, well, before I tell you my personal story, the thing that got reversed is that basically there's a federal student aid in the Department of Education. There's a federal student aid department uh-huh. under the Department of Education. Right. That department does not handle the, the you know, distributing and allocating of federal funds uh-huh. to, to students. Um, they hire a third party company to do that. So... Those contracts are big. It's like Halliburton with like fucking energy or weapons. Right. The student loan contract is big. Lenders want this contract. It's enormous. They make a ton of money off it. Everyone wants it. Well, in the past, Bill Clinton, George Bush, like when I was in college, the company that got it would be like Sally Mae. Right. Okay. Sally Mae has like 14 different lawsuits against it right now. Like (laughs) honestly. Wow. They're considered a predatory lender, which is why I'm fucked over. And so, and the way that they're predatory is that they... Like, for example, when I had my student loans, they never sent me, um, I didn't get a bill every month, like a credit card bill. At the beginning of the year, they send me a coupon book. This is, internet existed. I didn't go to college in fucking the dark ages. They would send a coupon book, and but like, I didn't like pay a lot of bills in college, so I didn't know how anything worked. So you'd rip off this coupon and you'd just mail it in and you never saw your balance. You never saw anything. So for me, my mom, you know, Pam, I love you to pieces. (laughs) My mom, you know, when I got out of school, my student loans were $450 a month. I was like, honey, I don't even fuck. I have a skill to pay any $1. So my mom suggested you defer them for three years. This is another predatory lending thing. They, they make it easy for you and they encourage you to defer your payment for three years while copious amounts of interest are. So imagine not paying your home loan for three years. Your interest is just skyrocketing. Uh, you know, the, the loan was $50,000. You know, the fucking interest on a $50,000 loan and it accrued for three years, and I had no idea what was even happening. Then after three years, I'm like, okay, I start paying four fifty. So Julie knows this. I paid four fifty for ten years. I suddenly finally woke up. It was probably when Obama got elected. I was like, oh, student loan reform. Maybe it was way after he got elected. But I was like, I'm going to see if he did anything for my student loans. I make too much money for anything to affect me. I call up. I find out my balance in ten years. That's forty five thousand dollars. You guys, I hadn't paid off one dollar of the principal. And I went to Julie's and I was bawling my fucking eyes out and was like, oh my god. And I got educated in that day. And in Less than 10 years, I was able to like, I mean, less than five, I was able to like practically pay it off because if you even pay $50 more than you owe, 
you can pay something down, but those predatory lenders, they don't tell you that. They don't teach you that. So the thing that Obama did back to Betsy DeVos is that he made it so that those contracts went to like lenders that weren't predatory, that had a history of being ethical, that were, you know, that were more for, that would encourage people to like pay the loan back. They didn't want people to default on their loans. They didn't want to, you know, like when they loaned everyone money for their houses and they were like, oh, we're going to own all these houses in two years. Like right. They didn't want that. You know what I mean? So Obama made sure that non-predatory lenders weren't considered for these contracts. And in addition, whoever got the contracts, he made sure that that you had all your options for paying back. They're, they didn't try to cheat you or push you into a higher interest rate or push you into deferring. And Betsy DeVos turned around and fucking took that away uh-huh. because she said um, that the, let me just read you guys the quote, that um, it lacked a consistent objective. That was her answer. <laughs> And they took it away and it's like all my whole generation of wow. kids that went to school, it's like are in massive student loan debt. Many people have defaulted on the loans. Many people have like terrible, awful credit and won't be able to buy houses or whatever else you do with your credit, buy cars because they they simply like just couldn't pay that back, couldn't make the payments. And she just took it all away because it's so important for credit card companies and loan companies and banks to make money. Yeah. I mean, what else can you really say? And that's why, you know, listen, I knew she was a fucking <sighs> asshole motherfucker. It's like, whose side are you on? Just... Why do you want that job? Well, we know why, what side she's on. Why do you want that job? So you can hobnob with other rich people? You're a fucking cunt asshole bitch. You're a puppet for the Republican Party. Like, why do you want that job? Let someone else have it then. You don't want to help students. You don't want to help the country get educated. No. You want to help rich people get richer. Clearly. Clearly. And I don't know why. I guess it's because she's just, yeah, she wants to hobnob, which is what she's wanted to do the whole time. Um, which is insane. Somebody, I read some article where, uh, who's on, you know, like the right conservative side or whatever, which was like, the headline was something like, students have to pay their loans back now. Wah, wah. Like, too bad for you. Like, sh- they're seeing it like, we've let you, you, you people take these loans and you're not paying them back and now you're going to have to pay them back or you're going to default so that, yeah, so that, that they can make the money. Well, I just know I wanted I do want to take responsibility as I didn't say it, but like it's obviously my fault that I buried my head in the sand for 10 years. But, you know, I was a young, young kid Students don't paying, know. paying $450 a month and thinking I, I was I was making my life. That's so much money to me at that time. And even now. And it's like and I can tell you that my mom didn't know. And they fleeced my mom and they told my mom, oh, yeah, consolidate these loans, Con- consolidate these loans. One loan was for like. 48,000 and I swear to God one loan was for $800 and they made told my mom to consolidate them and then they consolidated at like a way high interest rate and I was locked in right. and they just they just none of us knew my parents no. didn't know I didn't know nobody knew it's your only option and it's like and they do do it and they do fuck you over and now I can tell you that because Sally Mae got sued 1400 ways to Sunday they sent me this letter that was like oh you're you can pay $80 a month like whoa yeah because I paid it so much down right that they're they have to keep it's you know what I mean they they had to come back because they got sued and start trying to send out letters do what Obama said right right well fuck you Betsy DeVos yeah fuck you like you're you suck it's time for skew <laughs> speaking of we don't need no education No dark sarcasm in the classroom. 
time for Brandy and I to ride our tiny bicicleta to ski. <laughs> this is our segment called Time for Ski, where a live person teaches us something. And today we are talking to our professor for the day, Linda James. Linda is a longtime good friend of ours and one of iTunes' first gay podcasters. Linda was the co-host of Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern for a million years in New York. That podcast is now in L.A. and it's called Gayest of All Time and has new episodes Available every Tuesday, as well as all the old episodes with Linda. Yes. In addition to being a hilarious writer and podcaster, Linda was famous on the streets of New York for his sick, alt, cutting-edge drag. Now, this is neither here nor there. I'm I'm certainly no expert, and I don't even fucking watch Drag Race anymore. (laughs) But when I did, I always thought that Raja borrowed heavily from Linda, who, in my opinion, invented the tall, sexy, wafy, flat-chested, (laughs) heroin-chic, supermodel drag look. So suck it. Snap. Linda's resume is long and varied. But today, he joins us as an expert on hair. We don't allow any professors to take us to skier unless they have actually worked in their field. And Linda is a licensed hair professional. So hold on to your wigs, everybody, because it's time for skew. And class today is all about Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Oh, oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> that was an amazing introduction. I don't. I. Wow. Well, that's your life. I think you're. Thank you. It sounds like fake news. <laughs> well, I did think Raja copied you, and it got on my nerves. Mm. Well, I thank you. Okay. <laughs> I would never say that to her face, but, you know. Well, don't worry. She'll never hear this. Yeah. yeah. Now. There's 14. Um, yeah. Now, Linda, <clears throat> we had a discussion. Oh, God. We had a discussion where you, or I should say you texted me and said, I have some tea and, you know, to call you. So we, I called you. You dropped a little tea. And I thought, okay, we need to talk about this in the podcast. It's very, very important. So where should we start here? I think that Linda should just tell tell the 14 okay. the way he told you. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> well, first I have to ask, is the line secure? <laughs> the line is not secure. <laughs> I think for, I well, think it's 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 only 14 people are listening so it's that secure. The line is unstable <laughs> and uh, could be explosive. All right. Well, we're going to do this anyway. Um so for a long time I've had this um knowledge that I uh thought was very interesting and the American public want, might want to know Mm -hmm. um but i was nervous to tell (laughs) through the election cycle i thought you know i don't want to ruin this man's life (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) he's gonna ruin it on his own he's never it's never gonna happen i'm gonna hold it and then it got closer and i was like should i call you know like who who could i call to tell this to i almost called uh andy cohen's radio station on sirius but i didn't i said you know what Hillary is going to win. This is in the bag. It's not going to happen. Cut to now. We're living in Nightmare City. And um, we're getting the scoop. It's, it's fate. Yes. Because we're getting the scoop. Every channel is going to pick this up. Right. E.T. Everyone. Yes. Right. Well, I'm hoping I'm really hoping that like some sort of interns are uh, listening, yeah. as you say. <laughs> this um, is how we'll know. This will so be anyway, I know this Nana's is how watch. I know. I know. <laughs> 
I know, I know. So anyway, this is, so I know, I don't want to out everybody involved in this story. Um, so I'll just say that I know, I, you know, like I lived in New York City for a long time. My partner is from New York City. We know a lot of people from New York City. Wealthy people, wealthy. perhaps. That's right. You know? That's right. Mayhaps. Right. Very wealthy people who are involved with the Trumps since many moons ago. Ooh. We so know this. We want the audience to know we know this to be true from for years. Right. We know that your partner comes comes from the cash. Right. Comes from the cash. Right. The well, okay. Cash. Well, you. I said we weren't going to out who this was coming from, but I guess we have. So, well, we know um, that you guys do run in circles with people. Well, hey, when you run, when you have money, you're around people. Yeah, money. yeah, yeah. You right. know what I mean? Sure, sure. Well, we're not rich by any means, but, you know, like he's from the Upper East Side, who, so he knew a lot of fancy people. Right. So one of these fancy people um, was the late, great um, Claudia Cohen. Okay, who's Claudia you know, Cohen? No. Okay, Claudia, Claudia Cohen was working at page six in New York from like the late seventies into the eighties. Um, and then like, I remember her from when I was little, um, she was always a contributor on Regis and Kathy Lee. She'd like come by and give you the hot gossip from New York. And she oh, was like, a yeah. 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 Um, she, she was, a uh, she, and she was married to like, I don't know, the guy who owned Revlon or something. She was like a bazillionaire. She was like a mouthy, bazillionaire lady who likes spilling everybody's tea for money and attention, I guess. Um, which is great. I love that. Um, so anyway, she, um, told, um, the person involved who I heard the story from in about, I guess the late nineties or early two thousands that Donald Trump, um, his hair is his hair, but there is a netting system involved um, which makes this comb over like extra and very solid uh, and almost like mm-hmm. a wig of his own hair with a little extra hair. A Gross. wig. Yes. Let's just recap a wig of his own hair with a little extra hair. <laughs> and don't forget keyword netting, <laughs> netting, netting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Netting. We're with you so far. So, eh? And this is going so back. You said to was, the t- 90 or late nineties, early, which 2000s. we know his hair has not changed. That's right. So yes, yes. Right. Um, so they, the story was that someone from, I think, um, you know, this is alleged. This is all alleged. Russia. God, you know, alleged. God, alleged. God forbid um, you alleged. get his litigious <laughs> ass on, on you. You know, they're very litigious, the Trumps. Alleged. Alleged. Melania did just win $2.5 million because someone called her a hooker. But. Exactly. When something's. This is alleged. This is gossip. I'm just. Right. We're just, just talking. passing on the fairy tale. Right. We're just talking. Just passing on the fairy tale. That's right. I think his hair is. Very real, very masculine, and very sturdy. I mean, it looks but, attached uh, what at the I've root heard. to me. It looks attached right at the root to me. I see, I feel right like at I the can, root. I feel like All I can see hair. the hairline. We yeah. invite everyone to just um, look at pictures of Donald Trump. Julie and I have been doing it endlessly, oh. and we've been examining his hair up close, pausing the TV, and just With take, a hat a close, on. take a closer look for yourself, you know, and then and then make your own mind up mm-hmm. based on Linda's well, fairy tale. <laughs> Well, the story was that he, at a point, would every day have someone come from uh, either, I think it was Jose Ibert. I think the timeline oh. fits on Jose Ibert salon. <laughs> I mean, um, that would make sense. And you definitely Google Jose they, Ibert. 
um, would come every day and apply this netting. Now, if you want to know what the netting looks like, because in, in investigating this, because I know we do our research on this show, yeah. I, I Googled hair netting and like figured it out. And I don't know if this is the exact company, but this is the concept. If you look up Invisiblend mm. um, hair replacement mm. system, mm. Uh-huh. you'll see the netting. And it's like a, it's like a netting made of like monofilament you know like fishing wire yeah it almost looks like hair itself the netting looks kind of yes. like netting like a, made of hair it's kind like of. a gray hair down at the base or yes. something so that's like that's like in a diamond pattern and they like and that they attached like so much more hair onto that netting so then glue down the netting and then it's got this hair and they take like a hook and they pull all your own hair through it yes so it's weaving. like a mix it's a weaving yes of your own hair and this uh invisiblend hair jose there invisible hair you know um um i need some and they take the, <laughs> kind of like on the side why, now well it's there for you does the netting I imagined at first, even when I looked at the picture, like it's um, lays flat on the bald spot, like a like a crochet or like a um, what is that thing that that, that older ladies do? They sit and do, well, you know, it takes a hook and it goes through the thing. Oh, cross point crocheting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah crocheting. So I thought that maybe they they infuse that onto the scalp, but I guess that's not really what it is. It's more like like a a, a crisscross of fish wire kind of and then the hair goes through it listen i don't know if this is the exact system (laughs) that they're describing but this is the closest i can find yeah in my in my journey no yeah i don't think donald i allegedly think donald trump's hair is not completely bald on top i think that allegedly his hair is very wispy and so they pull they do pull that through and Mm -hmm. then they pull the extra through um, from around the side you can see where that weird part is you know in the back right um and they like pull that pull that through the netting a little bit and then swoop it back. Well, because right. we are, and um, then we can see from the photos that from what you're saying from the fairy tale, there's this <laughs> thick, you know, hair like netting with some actual, you know, a, a wig hair on uh-huh. there too. Cause right. it's the invisible hair, right. which is dyed orange or whatever to match his right. thing, his tabby cat vibe. Uh-huh. And then his, he has this hair coming from the back, which has grown so long. So long. If he was to push it back, it's to his shoulders. Right. But instead, he pushes it forward. forward. And then he then lays that. And that's how he invisiblends the invisiblend. So then he must have he to do hairspray, combing, teasing. Right, Linda? Is that what you're saying here? Yes. First of all, tabby cat show effect <laughs> almost made me vomit. It would made me laugh so hard. Um... You're right about that. He's not dyeing it so much, though. I wonder if he got a new... And it seems all of a sudden more silver. And I wonder if he got a new unit with more silver yeah. hair because they're letting it, like... Oh. Oh. They want it to have a like, more... come new out. Yeah. Well, my favorite um, was is, is when he wears the baseball hat. And then I think he might push... I think the time when he pushes the long hairs back is when he wears a baseball hat. Because all of a sudden it gets real long in the back. Does that make sense? Uh, well, yeah, I think it just gets sloppy is the thing. I think that the, um, I told Julia, I think that the Make America Great Again hat was all like a thing to like be like, how are we going to, how is he going to talk outside and not have a crow come and 
take to, away to try and kill it's and, invisible right or right. or you know lay eggs in it oh or just a, a family yes, exactly. of crows is gonna it's land very... is gonna land on there and just be like Ca-caw! and then lay eggs linda That'd be amazing. That, that is why the fucking hat exists no other president has that's why the hat right? exists oh my yes. god no, and that's... then they said we can sell it and then they did they sure did Oh my god! Yeah, they sure you know did. what they need to do now is sell the goddamn Invisiblend and call yeah. it like Trump Blend or something. I'm surprised he doesn't. I know he's probably getting close. Maybe he well, at Mar-a-Lago. He, maybe he's got a salon set up and gentlemen. Now, now can go Linda, in there. you did say though that they after they get the the thing, they tease it. And, now, what I was wondering is, do they glue? Do you think they glue the Invisiblend at any point down to the forehead? It can't just be sitting there, can it? Well, it is glued down. It's just that you don't really sit. That's why for the, that's why the, like the, the flip down, you know, that's why we're doing this whole swoop down and over to cover that, like possibly being seen. But even when it like gets blown up, it's the Invisiblend's there. So that's like a million little hairs. So that's like a lace front. That's even better than a lace front wig, you know, like that just looks like. Yeah, you can't tell what's going on. Because when it blows up, it's confounding because you see some wispies. Mm. And then you go, oh, yeah. huh. But now we know it's the fucking Invisiblend, which is genius. Right. Invisiblend. Yes. So good. There's uh, also hair stranding, maybe another. I don't know. You uh, know, Invisiblend is a, is, a, is a place that I find in New Jersey that does this, which, mm. like, maybe they are involved. That makes um, sense. Local. But, and but t- there's all kinds of... I, I encourage the listener to look them up because it's fascinating. <laughs> all the options for male hair replacement. And like, maybe you can write on the fan page what you think Donald Trump's hair is made of. Oh, mm. and we're what system but, I mean, I just told you. What kind of system What it system, is. exactly. Which, which exact system it and is. And then I just wanted to clarify. So this lady, the, the rest in peace, page six lady, she just said in the early 2000s, she spilled the tea that he was having someone come up each day and do this to his hair before he left the house. Or was it any public appearance or was it before he went to the office every day? This was just every, just, she said every day, who knows, like the invisible system can hold for days at a time. Oh, of say. course, of course, <laughs> um, of course, as, <laughs> of course. But, so he must have to I have a crew though. In the White House, no. I imagine he's got a he's got a team. Does he have a, gla- a glam a squad? He's been having a team since Apprentice. He needed to keep it on lock. He had right. to have the door closed. No one's allowed to say. Yeah. They've all signed NDAs. Right, right. Well, dur- during the election, I read an article about uh, like that was like I don't know. They interviewed a gay guy and like, how do you feel about doing the Trump's makeup for these appearances when they hate you? Um, and he was like, well, I'm collecting that money, and I just do. Um, Tiffany and Ivana, Ivanka and, you know, whoever, and no one does Trump. Trump stays in his own, like, uh, you know, panic room or something with his team of stylists that are, they like, I don't know, are yep. what they've got over them. Exactly. Uh, sca- are scared of death, you know? Yes. And scared of getting um, sued, but we're not going to get sued, yeah. and neither is Linda, because we've said allegedly fairy tale. This is all a oh. dead person said. Go find up, dig up Claudia Cohen or whatever right. her fucking name is, and dig right. her up, deal right. with her. We're just spinning, weaving tales, <laughs> spinning <laughs> tales. <laughs> this oh. is fake news. This is a, this is fake news. Right. This is fake news. Um, 
Well, Linda, thank you so much for being our teacher today. Tell our 14 listeners where they can find you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, just in case they want to set up an appointment to have their hair cut by a legend. Oh, oh, well, they'd have to be in a very specific place. How about you just find me on Twitter at um, the underscore Linda underscore James? Yes. Yes. No, and yeah, I guess you're keeping your Instagram private. I want to tell you that Julie's... You can find it later. You can... Just find it, you guys. We know you're all creepers. Um, Lynn, Julie's cat, Dumpling, who never bugs on to this oh extent. God. The second you came on the line, he knows on? your cats do supermodeling, and he obviously wants to get discovered Jesus. by you and or photographed by you. Something he wants to be in your harem of cats because he will not leave us or these microphones alone. You hear all this knocking know, around? That's, that's, that's the, the cat. cat. Oh. Maybe they're... Maybe. Maybe he's going to... My cats are surrounding me right now. Just <laughs> staring at me. God. I mean, this is crazy. Oh, I wish we had the, the, the URL for that cat. Remember our favorite cat thing that Linda did back in the day with the cat? Oh, my God. Drag yes. uh, Cats is on YouTube. I keep getting a thing. I keep getting a thing. First, my boyfriend wants me to just quit everything and commit my life to drag, drag cats. But it's only, it's only like six episodes. Well, if and any- I keep getting every year... I get an email from Google saying that the domain is expired and they're taking it away, but like I, I don't know what's happening. It's on YouTube for sure. Well, people should look it up. It's called Drag Cats. Oh, yeah. I hear your cat. <laughs> is that you, Linda, yeah, or is that totally. your cat? Is it you doing it? That is, is it my drag- cat. Oh, okay. See, get away, cat. It's Nelson. Okay, well, we love you so much. Thank you for calling. And everyone's oh so God, lucky you. they have this tea. I know, cat. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Linda, um, love you, Linda. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, bye. And now it's time for So There's That. So There's That. As you know, this is the part of the show where Julie's supposed to come up with her So There's That moment of the week. Her job is to find one positive thing coming out of this administration amidst all the fighting and terribleness. Now, there's probably been less good things happening, but regardless, Julie oh. has gotten progressively lazier at finding them. <laughs> so I give her shit every week, hoping that maybe my passive aggressive shaming will create a positive change. And guess what? It did. Because an angel from Dumb Gay Politics 14 Listener Heaven tweeted Julie and offered to become her. So there's that in turn. Now, this Twitter angel is named, I think it's pronounced, it's either Aaron or Aron. Aron Aro. That'd be yeah. kind of funny if it was Aron Aro. But either way, it's if you wanna if you wanna find the angel on Twitter, it's at A R A N O R O E. Right. Now wow, that's punchy. A R A N O R O E. Call of Kings and Right to Feet. Well, now okay. let's see what Meow Meow brings to the table now that she's got uh, some help from Aaron, Aaron the intern. Well, now that I don't have to think about it or research or find so things, great. this it's is so amazing. Great. So, Aran Aro, Aaron Aro, thank you so much for um, finding this. So, I never would have found this. I don't even know how. I don't even know where. The, I don't even know how. But basically, okay, listen. What I do is I go online. I Google stuff. I'll Google such things as good things that came out of yeah, Trump administration told us that today. Before. Well, some people are listening for the first time. So um, <laughs> sorry that I apologize to them. <laughs> so um, I can never find anything. I always find passive aggressive things. But this is actually a good thing. Whether it's because of this administration or not, it doesn't matter. It's happening now during this time. Oh, way to take it away from. <laughs> wow. Um, 
So basically, in a landmark opinion, a bipartisan group of judges found that the Civil Rights Act prohibits anti-gay workplace discrimination. Do you say anti or anti? I say anti. You do. That's kind of cute. Is that you think that's it? I don't know. I say anti. Oh, should I? Is that the right? No, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just think like people less intelligent probably say anti. Just kidding. I don't. I think it's probably maybe it's an East Coast, West Coast thing. I don't know. Cellulite, cellulite. I mean, basically, the Supreme Court apparently came out or these bipartisan judges like found, you know, people come with cases all the time where it's like. Can you give me an example of anti-gay discrimination in the workplace? Yeah. If I if you're um, working somewhere and you're out and your boss says your lifestyle is gross, you're fired. <laughs> That's anti-gay discrimination. I mean, I just thought any discrimination, or, personal discrimination like that was. There's was, one here. There's a the case that brought it is um, called Hively versus Ivy Tech holding that Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits sexual orientation discrimination. The eight to three ruling is an extraordinary victory for LGBTQ oh, advocates, God. blah, blah, blah. Way to so, do your research. I know. Aaron, can you believe this shit? Um, <laughs> what happened there? Did the person not get the job because they were gay? She was working there and then lost the job. So, See what I mean, you guys? If, you know who would lose their job and it wouldn't be because they're gay? I know. This motherfucker. I forgot to write it down. <laughs> or um, read it. Yeah. No, I read it. I read it. I read it. Um, so, wow. I know. But... There's other cases that will that have come through where people are feel that they either get fired or they're harassed or whatever because of their sexual orientation within the workplace. And it's like that stuff that that's why that um, Freedom of Religion Act is so confusing and so gross is because they then counteract it by saying that's our religion. That's our religion. So I don't have to make you your take your blood test for your marriage license for your gay marriage because I'm against. I'm a that is correct or let's say in the college the lady doesn't want to wear a dress sorry or wants to wear a suit and they're like no women wear dresses and she says no I'm going to wear a suit and they go well then you're fired she now can say that's workplace discrimination due to sexual orientation oh okay so all right the so basically it's great because it means ultimately that women wear suits at work (laughs) that's right (laughs) It's bipartisan. It's through the court. It's great for gays and women. And whoa, hello, yeah, <laughs> come in. And so I want to thank Aranaro for finding that for me. I'm sorry I didn't explain it um, or better or take notes <laughs> or remember, but look it up because it's pretty cool. And um, isn't it neat that so there's that still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some well, I should ha- not have to do it. I want there's that workplace discrimination. I don't want to have to fucking do so. There's that. Why are we still sticking to Talk it? Talk to Britain. Talk to Britain. She's discriminating against you. Yeah. Well, I feel discriminated against. <laughs> I don't want to have to do it. Nobody even cares. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? So there's that. <laughs> For this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Remember, we recorded this a few days early, so don't freak out when you're listening to this on Tuesday wondering why we aren't talking about the 900 more bombs that Trump dropped or whatever. (laughs) Or the fact that 
North Korea is exploding everybody. Thank you all for your supportive comments, tweets, and reviews. We read them all, and they give us life, even the shady ones. Oh, that's right. In addition to the many criticisms that we get from our actual fans on Facebook, <laughs> um, we got our first official oh, bad review right. on iTunes. Yes. Now, our 14 listeners have given us 223 five-star reviews, and we fucking check those reviews every day like it's gone up to 223. <laughs> but little did we know, a creeper got in, and he gave us one star. Yes. And as you know, I can't handle these people, <sighs> these creepers. Brandy thinks it's hilarious. Go ahead and read it. The creeper asshole sexist troll's name is Georgie Boy 1991. That's G E O R G I E B O I. Oh God, it might be a girl. 991. And it's important to note that the boy in the name is spelled B O I. And usually when people put the year the year in their handle, it's the year they were born. So I'm gonna assume this is a 26 year old gender neutral asshole. The title of the review is Idiots. And then Georgie Bois goes on to say that our podcast is a load of garbage from two people who have no idea what they're talking about. Trump should hire you to replace Sean Spicer. Well, <laughs> it's kind of Fuck you, Georgie Bois! It's kind of true, and I actually do want Sean Spicer's job. <laughs> I kind of think we should make that our new tagline. Dumb gay politics. A load of garbage <laughs> from two people who have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> That is actually pretty good. See? That is pretty good. But Georgie Bois can go suck a bag of fucking this dicks. This is your place to say what you want. Yeah, I'm saying what I want, okay. which is that. Which is too bad. You know what? Don't listen anymore, Georgie Bois. Just don't listen anymore. Don't say Bois one more time. It's bugging me. Well, B-O-I bugs me. <laughs> I know. Well, you know? B-O-I bugs me, and it's I'm a lesbian, and I know you're going to be like, well, it's lesbian shaming and all that stuff, but I don't like it. I think it's dumb, and I'm not into it. And when you put it into your thing on my eyeballs... You're trying to tell me something and I'm not fucking having it. So take your BOI and get the fuck out of my face. Well, you were going to tell everyone about how I think it's funny, but you get enraged. Yes. You think <laughs> these are hilarious when people come on and say that we're idiots or garbage or, you know, that we're dumb or I look like a man or you're I don't a think whore. it's funny when they say you look like a man. Or whatever it is that they say. I think it's funny when they say I look like a whore with bad ombre extensions. <laughs> right. Like, oh. I can't. I don't like any of it. I definitely have a thin skin when it comes to that. And I know I shouldn't since I give it and I should be able to take it. But for some reason, it bugs me that you took the time to like comment like that. I just never would do that. Oh, I just oh, even I bet I think, you Georgie boys listening now. Good. I, Go fuck yourself, Georgie boy. It was 36 hours after it was like when I looked at it it was like from 36 hours ago so that she or whatever hair had obviously listened to the Syria one which was very intense and even I like you know that got a little less fun to talk about you know um it's not as fun to yeah be be garbage and not know what you're talking about when like Americans are fighting for important stuff and, and pe people are dying for that shit. And it's like, oh, God, I finally understood, like, why politics is never funny. <laughs> well, and, and you know, the everyone has an opinion and you know, and it's politics and maybe we don't know everything, but that doesn't mean we don't get it. We aren't allowed to say what we want or say what we think or you aren't allowed to say what you want or what you think. And even though I think you're an asshole and a fucking douche and you're coming on my shit talking shit about me keep doing it please keep doing you know it go what? be you now you're gonna go wish you. you got you copyrighted that shit because this is about to be called dumb gay politics a load of garbage from two people <laughs> who have no idea what they're talking about which is basically what it was anyway because i'm just gonna remind you it said um 
Julie Goldman, the gay, and right. Randy Howard, the dumbass, dissect the weekend news with uh, the podcast with very with lots of feelings and very little. We never facts. said we're journalists. We never said we knew anything. We're two people who are just talking, and like anybody else. And I don't even care if you're in politics. I don't care if you're a full on journalist. The only reason you're there is because you say that you are that thing, and apparently you've done the research to be able to do it. Have we done that? No. We never said that well, we were journalists. About, what about the title Dumb Gay Politics? It's made, called Dumb. Made Georgie Boy think this we had any idea what we were it talking about. It enrages me. It enrages me. I'm enraged. I'm enraged by Georgie Boy. A load of garbage from two people who have no idea what they're talking about. Well, you guys, <laughs> as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been garbage. <laughs> About by two people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yay. Next time you hear us, we're going to be cracked out on Mexican diet pills because Julie's going to Mexico. Oh, no. That's the... that. Uh, okay. Yay. I'm going to Panama. Well, when are you getting in the diet pills? M- May 2nd. Oh, fuck. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably back. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme, I am extreme. It's all shit, uh uh, this shit is bananas. B A A A A A S, this shit is trumpets. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.